What up, motherfuckers? Hello. Tinko L. And welcome to Whistle While You Twerk Podcast, episode 96. 96. Episode 96 and chicks that strip and rub their nips. Hey, just how I like it. <laughs> oh my God, making the little nipple squeeze, a little <laughs> lactation nation. little juice came out. So, welcome to episode 96 of What's the Way Your Toy Podcast. We got a good episode today, real juicy. Really juicy. Re- juicier than Megan's tits today, because... I got my period. Woo! No babies, yay. Finally. <laughs> I really was waiting for it, though, because I knew it was coming. How'd you know it was coming? Well, PMS, premenstrual syndrome, oh, um, affects okay. me, not every month, but affects me mentally so i guess it starts with the top of my head and works its way down to my pussy because i know my body very well and i start acting crazy like i sob uncontrollably yesterday i isaiah's like i was like sobbing uncontrollably for like three hours straight jesus and i couldn't stop it was literally over nothing and like nothing in particular like driving in my car, I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" And then I get home, and I'm like, "Hi, Dad." And he's like, "Hey, Meg." And I was like, "I'm gonna just go upstairs, take a shower." And he's like, "Okay." I go upstairs, <laughs> turn the shower on. Oh Jesus! Crying in the shower, I say, "I was like worried," but then I was like looking at like um, I have a glow app, so I follow. My menstrual, like I could see when it's coming. Oh, okay. It's and like I, a Netflix subscription. Yep. And it said, you're <laughs> you can getting. track it when it shipped. It literally, <laughs> I got a notification. It goes, your period's coming. Can you tell the symptoms? Oh my and God. And I'm like, I sure can. I'm going crazy. Like I belong <laughs> in an insane asylum and should be put on lithium. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I mean, today you're feeling better though. Oh, I woke Thank up today God. with my period. Oh, and surprise. I, surprise. And I feel so much better mentally. Oh, good. Like, thank God. Yo, it's crazy how, like, hormones and chemical imbalances yeah. affect no, I, I your could body. tell this morning um, when you were getting ready to, like, go to the store. Um, yeah, your tits were, like, two water balloons. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they were. They were, like... <laughs> <laughs> and you're wearing a sweater on top of that. So it was, like... <laughs> I'm like, all right, all right. <laughs> Is this a 10 year old's party? We're gonna throw water balloons now. <laughs> Stop oh, that. God. Oh my gosh. Hey, I mean, it you, happens. you can't say that you've never put water balloons in your shirt and pretend you have tits, right? <laughs> Who hasn't done that? Who hasn't That's done that? That's literally what it looks like. <laughs> I mean, boys in particular, for sure. Yeah, 100%. Literally. I would hold them from like the things down. <laughs> Yeah, I would tie a string on each side and then put it around my neck. (laughs) And then it was real natural. (laughs) Like elephant ears almost put around your neck. Uh They're like over the shoulder boulder holders. (laughs) But um, but anyways, well, glad you got your period. Glad there's no baby on the way. I know, no children coming, so that's good. Oh, well, speaking of your period. Yeah, wait a minute. This week, I had a very special guest and I recorded it. I took the microphone and I recorded it for all the listeners to hear. I had a vagina reading, Isaiah. And it was none other than Madam Raven, who was on episode 29, the Happy Halloweeners part two episode. Yeah. Yeah. So Madam Raven came on, I guess this was like three years ago, and she did a tarot card reading 
for me and Isaiah's, but this time around it was a vagina reading. So she's making a comeback. So stay tuned and keep listening. It's going to be at the end of the episode. So if you want to hear about my vagina and also whistle while you twerk's future like it's it was really cool um yeah stay tuned and keep listening after the closing entree if you're lucky you might hear megan's boob shaking (laughs) stop that can't Um, wait till we go visual episode 100 people are gonna be in for a real treat that's for sure or a rude awakening but uh all right so thanksgiving is coming up Oh my gosh, don't remind me. It's so stressful. Uh, it's stressful for me because I have so many cakes to make. I yeah. have like about 15 cakes oh, that gosh. I have to make that people have ordered. Well, good for you. That's um, good. Um, actually- orders are closed. I'm sorry. I just messaged somebody last night that had messaged me um, for a gluten-free cake. I don't mind doing them. It's just so much more difficult because you have to get new I have to flour. do that one first. I have to like... Make sure everything's sanitized, exercise, because you don't want cross-contamination. Yeah, I mean, you've taken food safety courses. Yeah, I am food handling certified. Certified. As long as I've known you, you've been. And uh, And I'm also dick handling certified, too. (laughs) Double certification. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyway... Uh, yeah, what are you going to do for Thanksgiving? So, mom's still away on vacation, so I'm still with my dad, and um, we set up for a landscaper to wow. come. I know. there was. A, I was home with him yesterday, and I was like, Dad, there's a landscaper next door. Go over there and tell him to yeah. come back. And the, my dad comes back 10 minutes later and goes, $300 cash. He's coming on Thursday. Wow. And I was like, wow, okay. Amazing. So, I had to write down the information on a Post-it note for him to go back and give the guy... Um, you know, information, phone number, right, 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 our address, right. you know, so they can he can go tell his boss we have wow. a new job. Look at that. I Look know. Look at that. Magbo then... got someone to trim her mother's bushes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's still so much to do before mom comes home. I got to get um, all the ingredients for things, you know. Like for Thanksgiving. Yeah, because <laughs> my mom does all the cooking, but I help her. I'm the sous chef. Um, so we're going to have greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes. You name it. You name it. We're going to have it all. Um, But I'm really excited. And we have a lot of people coming. Like 30 people. Yep. So I got a lot of cleaning to do. But it'll be good. It'll be really fun. What are you doing for Thanksgiving this year? You want to come over? No, I'm going to my best friend's house. I always, I usually always go to my best friend's house um, for Thanksgiving with his family. It's a big Cuban family. And uh, yeah, we all, it's literally like having Thanksgiving with my Cuban family in Florida. Like same vibes. Just crazy loud loudness, lots of food and alcohol. <laughs> and Christian's family loves you so much. No, yeah, the, it's I've you know I've known them half my life, literally. Oh, this one more thing. Have that, you thought about your Christmas list? Um, I have, but this is not my Christmas list. I hate the Christmas list concept. I'm gonna treat myself. Oh yeah. To an Oculus Three, guys. If you don't know what an Oculus Three is, it is a virtual reality headset but it's only like on your eyes and yo this shit literally looks like you're in a movie theater like you look around and there's seats like how though i've seen things that like go on your face like a headset but there's like a phone in it no it's not like that this is like actually you need wi-fi to connect oh yeah and megan i don't know if you've ever have you ever done uh vr virtual reality no it literally has made me like want to vomit of how real it looks. So why you want one? Like, I, no, no, I'll be like standing on top of a building and I look down and I want to throw oh up because it looks that so real. So real. 
Uh, you have to be careful because you will like knock into things because it you don't you have zero sense of your senses. Oh my gosh! Because so- it literally looks like you're. I played this um virtual reality Batman game and I wanted to throw up. I almost <sighs> hit a television because I was just like walking but not actually walking. But I actually started physically walking. That's wild. <laughs> it's amazing. It's really cool. But it is five hundred dollars. Oh my gosh! So when you get it, I gotta play with your thing. Oh, it wouldn't be the first time you asked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. So that's the Oculus Three. I'm very excited for that, and it comes with a free video game that is not even out yet. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm very excited. You should for get that. it before Christmas. Fuck it. Get it after Thanksgiving. I might. For Black Friday. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Hopefully it's on sale because 500 bucks is a pretty penny. You can get a TV for that. A good TV. I feel like that's too cheap for something like that. For I don't what? know. Maybe I'm just bougie and I'm like, $500? Well, ah, this that's is Well, this is already the third one. Okay. Like, this is the three. Right. I know somebody that has the two and even then, like, you can, like, hang out with people, virtual reality. Like, you have your headset on, I have my headset on, and we're in two different houses, but, like, we meet up in this one, like virtual reality chat room yeah and you're like hanging out there it's like uh black mirror type of that's shit. crazy when yeah. you get one i want one all right we'll go together yeah because we'd be in the movie theater together yeah like you like an avatar sitting. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, that's so fucking isn't weird. that crazy that is fucking weird bizarre i think i saw a video on tiktok where it's like a guy washing his dishes and he still has like a TV yeah. up on the screen and there's these fake hands that come in. It's very advanced because you can still see your world around you and move the screen like a tablet. So if I came up to you and started yelling at you. I could see you. You don't. You wouldn't have to yell. I would see you. It doesn't impair your hearing. You just, it covers your no, eyes. No, I'm just but saying. there's a I camera. Have, yeah, that's so wild. So you can like have the camera with the TV on the side so you can do whatever you want to do. And then bring the TV back and it's just the whole screen and it looks like a movie theater. That's freaky though. You don't think that's going to like rot your brain? <sighs> You're going to like be confused on what's real and what's not. Ah, eh, fuck it. Society's on its way there anyway. <laughs> but anywho, um, can't wait to get that. Uh, should we dive on in? Yeah, let's dive on into some music news. We got some music shit going on. Melanie Martinez, who currently has me on a chokehold choke today. Um... Her album, Portals, I think is the album of the year. That is just my opinion. The Grammy nominations did come out this week and Melanie Martinez was snubbed. Yeah. I honestly, like, her album is absolutely incredible. I'm talking about um, the production of it, the actual writing. Visuals. Visuals. The whole concept, amazing. I love it. it. That is true artistry in my eyes well tell the big news um she is going she just finished her portals tour and now she's going on a another tour in 2024 and it's called the trilogy tour and she's doing all three of her albums well the hits of them crybaby k through 12 and portals all throughout the concert i think that's gonna be amazing and She's going from regular smaller venues to Madison Square arenas, Garden, like Madison Square Garden, and that's really, really, really huge surprise. Somebody. She just added another date to <gasps> Madison Square Garden. Oh shit! Because it was only one. Because it was going to be June sixth, right? June fourth. Now there's June sixth. Oh, 
Oh. Or June 5th, and now it's June 6th also. Wow. Yeah, she just announced it today. We gotta go. How are, um, like, pre-ticket sales and all that? Um, the pre-sale tickets, uh, I, they're selling a lot of, like, the VIP packages right now because, you know, big fans are probably buying them, but that's $1,000. Yeah. I'm yeah. not spending $1,000. I don't know if Sorry. I can afford another concert but, ticket for you. Um, Maybe, like, save for that before the <laughs> Oculus. I don't know, maybe, because then if I get the Oculus, I could see her... <laughs> and it'll I, feel I guess, like yeah, it. It'll feel like it for a lot less money. <laughs> but anyway, uh very, very, very excited for that. Who knows? Who knows what's gonna happen? You yeah. know what I mean? Um, but that's Melanie Martinez on the trilogy tour. If you like Melanie Martinez, if you haven't put been put on to Melanie Martinez, this is your message to go listen to Portals. Yeah. Give it a shot. It is amazing. I like the song In the Void. In the void, in the yeah, void. the void. And I was just telling Megan how um, she wrote almost half the album herself. Wow. And we were discussing how Taylor Swift write albums, not to take any ta- uh, credit away from Taylor Swift. But Melanie but Martinez is a true artiste. In, in, t- in, in, t- in an entire album of 1989, she only wrote like one full song. Mm. And that, not again, not taken away because she was involved in every single song. But Melanie Martinez wrote half an album. And produced it. Yeah. But, because her, like, her artistry is, like, on point. I love it. Yeah. Um, she currently has, she has my vote. Yeah, she's true to her craft. Melanie Martinez for president. <laughs> Melanie Martinez for president. 2024. <laughs> uh, and now Dua Lipa. She put out a single called Houdini. Yep. And I listened to it, and I disappeared quick. No. It was not good. I liked it, but I also love the Houdini ride in Six Flags, Great Adventure. Okay. Like the amusement park. But they're not the that same. That I have like that personal connection to Houdini and I love it. Nah, I wasn't I wasn't a fan. I and I love Dua Lipa and I wanted to like it. I think it's fun. It's just subpar. It's fun. Just no. something to get by. It's not like a Grammy nominated piece. It's just fun. It was crap-a-cadabra. Crap-a-cadabra. Stop. <laughs> Too funny. But I do love Dua Lipa. So that's... I feel like when I like them, it hurts even more. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Isaiah's just showing us the disappearing act. Yeah. And <laughs> Isaiah's be out for the Houdini. You know what, bitch? Put me in a box and stick saws in me because I don't want to <laughs> be here anymore. <laughs> it's not if, that if bad. If this is what, what her new music is coming to... Please put me in a tank full of water and leave the chains locked and let me drown in there. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so dramatic. <laughs> All right. Well, we have a lot to talk about with the new Grammy nominations that came out. Right, Isaiah? Yes, you sure do. So the 66th annual Grammys are um, going to be on February 5th oh, in two LA. Oh, before my birthday. <gasps> we'll yeah. both be celebrating our 66th anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and there's so many names that we're so excited for. Isaiah, yes. do you want to take the... So, first Grammy nomination ever in her career... Drum roll, please. Madison Beer <gasps> has been nominated for Silence Between Songs for Best Immersive Album. This is where I think Melanie Martinez got snubbed. Because Melly Martinez's album, Portals, I literally feel like I'm being transported into another dimension when I'm listening to it. Yeah. Because it's so... Um, she got every single detail... Nailed it. Nailed into making you 
believe that this is not a normal human being singing this this music like yeah she looks like a creature yeah like she's like a fairy from another dimension and she's got like four eyes it is so good that i feel like that is an immersive album right although we did love madison beer silence between songs right but that was not an immersive album. Yeah. But That's we are excited for Madison Beer. But we are excited, Beer. yes. Congratulations. And it's her first Grammy. And she did write a lot of these songs herself. Mm-hmm. So props to her. But yeah, uh, I just I just had to say that Melly Martinez got snubbed on the category of Best Immersive Album. And honestly, in my, in my opinion, Album of the Year. Period. Aren't second. there other people that are up for it? Like B.B. Rexa, Anne-Marie. B.B. Rexa, Anne-Marie. Uh, no, no, no. They're up for... Song the, of the year. dance record of the year. Oh, that's right. Along with <gasps> drum roll, please. Kylie, Kylie Minogue for Padam, Padam, Padam. And she, it's been a really long time. Two thousand and nine was the last time she's been nominated. She was for nominated. Grammy. I think she actually won that year. No, it was two thousand and four. Oh, okay, she won okay, okay. for "Come Into My World." Yeah, um, and that's her only Grammy thus far. Wow. Congratulations, Kylie Minogue. Now she's the Australian actress. This singer. Oh, yes, singer. This is the year of Kylie Minogue. Mm -hmm. But what's interesting here is we have B.B. Rexa on there, you know, phone thrown at her face, girl. Mm -hmm. Um, You have uh, Anne-Marie. You guys, she's like B.B. Rexa. You know her songs. You don't know who she is. Right. And you have Troy Sivan, who is, he was on the show The Idol, the one that got electrocuted in his neck. Oh my God, that was a freaky scene. Yeah, and he just came out with the song, One of Your Girls, and it's actually really interesting. He nailed, there's this um, thing in the gay community where a lot of gay men will hook up with straight men, and obviously they're not straight if they're hooking up with gay men, but they live a double life, and... Who, the straight man? The straight man, yeah. They have they could have wives, they could naughty, have girlfriends. Naughty boys. But they're not actually straight, so they hook up with yeah. they find gay men on grinder and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Haven't you dabbled in that them. world? Um You homewrecker. Yeah, but no, like it's not it's not like that. There's some guys that are straight that are not in a relationship. And what I mean by straight, I mean they tell people they're straight and they might go on dates with women. But then they're fucking guys. But then on they're the fucking side. guys on the side. So every every gay person that has listened to this song literally knows that he nailed the the feeling that comes out of that song because you know it can make you feel bad you know when mm-hmm. these guys don't actually want to be with you or want anything to do with you yeah they just want to fuck they just want to fuck don't get me wrong me too yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I personally wrong with I'm that. not feeling bad I actually hate it when they hit me up the second time. I'm like, no, stop, mm, yeah. enough, delete. We did it once and that was that it. That was it. He literally says, uh, give me a call if you ever get lonely. I'll be like one of your girls or your homies. Say what you want and I'll keep it a secret. You get the key to my heart and I need it. Give me a call if you ever get desperate. I'll be like one of your girls. Who is that, one of the grinder people that message you? That's how the messages will go. I have a friend who coined the term gay panic. And it's mm. when you feel... So, like, like you're going to be alone for the rest of your life because you're gay. And it could be, uh, you know, gay man or a lesbian woman or bisexual, whatever. Right. But they feel like, I'm never going to find someone, you know. So, when you feel that... I personally have never experienced gay panic. 
but I know people that have. Yeah. And I'm sure it can get, um, it can gets like sad especially if you were in a gay relationship and then they break up right. and then they're back to square zero again right where i can imagine you're not you when i feel like when you're out there in the world most of the time you're just assuming people are straight yeah. you know unless they visibly look well thank god it's gay. 2023 it's so different now right right but still even the still... young people all 18 year olds 19 year olds 20 year olds they're all very open. I feel like everybody's yeah. bi. Yeah, they are. You know, Literally. everybody's queer. Yeah, but the you know, it, there's a spectrum. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's like how I'll squeeze titties, but I'm not gonna lick a pussy. I'm right, sorry. right, right. You'll probably suck a titty too. Yeah. Oh, why not? <laughs> but you won't suck a pussy. Same thing. I'll suck a titty. I'll squeeze a titty, but. We all were breastfed. I don't. So I we all have fed. a natural. Yeah, but I was. So I, girls and but guys still, like, have I, a natural longing for breasts. Right, right. But um, but anyway, so it would be very interesting to see him win. They're also both Australian, Troy Sivan and Kylie, Kylie Minogue. Good day, Mike. But you have two different sides of the pop spectrum. You right. got the young queer. And then you, you have the, the gay older gay icon who is not queer. Yeah. You know what I mean? But just, we all look up to her. Right, right, right. Because um, she doesn't have kids and she looks amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers to that. Tinkle. And, and uh, Troy Simon still looks like a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, he's a... He he's, looks like Timothy Chalamet. I really b- think he should get into acting. He was great on, on The Idol. Oh my God. I, I'm not even kidding. That scene like replays in my mind all the time where he's getting shocked by an electric shock collar. Let's take a shot for um I mean you know uh Megan is said claimed that she is getting off the hard stuff. Yeah, I am. And I really mean it this She's time. She's really just going to stick to like kids drinks like white claws and wine. Yeah. You know, soft drinks. So we got a <laughs> box of wine right here so I could do a full shot. There you go. Yay. So here's a loophole. I'm going to have some Pinot Grigio with Isaiah says. Tinkle. Tinkle. The vodka tasted extra (laughs) bad. (laughs) Excuse me. I'm sorry. Um, I wasn't expecting wine. I was expecting vodka. Right. (laughs) And I, when I poured the wine out, I could smell it. So when I took the vodka, I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting vodka. I was expecting wine. (laughs) But anyway, all right, so... Wait, that was hilarious. Kylie Minogue, Padam, Troy Savon is also nominated, BB Rexa, and Marie, and yeah, all right, let's move on. Let's move on. So Taylor Swift has broken a Grammy record, which is having the most nominations for Song of the Year. She's had seven as a songwriter songs of her songs be nominated for Song of the Year. Throughout the years. Throughout, yeah, her entire music career. Wow. Whoa, that is fucking amazing. That's really cool considering like four other people helped her write the song. But still, oh, really cool. On. It is really cool. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't, I can't. I, well, this was for I Antihero. Have, I have my um, Panty Hero. I love that song. Won't you be my Panty Hero? It's me. <laughs> Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. I can actually relate to that song very well. I'm the problem. Because you... Stain your underwear? 
Well, pan- no, what? <laughs> oh, I thought you were being the panty hero. <laughs> oh my gosh. But anyway, uh, sorry, I just have to have my girl Melanie Martinez's back. I'm going to swing for her. Yeah. Um, you know, you're a hardcore you're gonna fan. Ca- I'm going to catch these fists. I'm going to fist you. <laughs> Keep playing around with me, I'm going to fist you. <laughs> take my fist and jam it down your throat. Oh, I was thinking butthole, but I think throat is a little violent. <laughs> Knock all your teeth out and then pull them out. <laughs> like a suction cup. All right. Woo. All right, maybe too much. You're getting a little wild over here. You only had one shot of wine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm acting totally different. All right. Uh, ripping off the plastic, acting brand new. But Taylor Swift is also nominated for six categories in total for the 2024 uh, nominations. And it's thanks to Midnight's, her album. Yeah. So congratulations, Taylor Swift. I was asking Isaiah last night. I was like, what era are you in, Isaiah? It's like, what's our era? Um, and I said, I'm in my growth era. Because I think I have a mole growing on my arm. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then I was like, oh, what's my era? And Isaiah was like, I feel like you're in like a, you're in no era right now. I didn't say that. You're kind of in like a transitional period where you're not anything. You're trans. I'm just, yeah. (laughs) But. An in between. But then Megan mentioned that that was mentioned on the vagina reading. Yeah. So stay tuned. Uh, Madam Raven said that I'm in a transitional period right now. I'm not very off, and I have been told that I have psychic abilities in the past. You are. You're always right. And stay (laughs) tuned in Celebrity Gossip. Isaiah is always right about something, and it's going to really show. (laughs) Um, And SZA... SZA. ...has the most nominations with nine for her album SOS. Wow. Really, really cool. Really dope. See, I don't know her that well. Clearly, right. I say Cisna. Not she's even... a she's a newer art, not brand new, but she's a newer artist in the sense of like she's just getting really mainstream. Right. Mainstream is not what it used to be. Mainstream means meant everything before. Now mainstream is not what it was. Mainstream, I always imagine is like radio. Right, but that's who gives a fuck about radio anymore. Yeah, no one I can't. I literally, in six months, I think I turned on my radio one time because yeah. I'm out here looking for my own music on Spotify, stuff that I want to listen to. You know you what I mean? You probably forgot your phone for a second, wherever you were driving to. I My phone died. Yeah. And that's, that's why you put the radio on. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, the um, mainstream is not, music is not what it used to be. Yeah. You know? And now we have it in our hands. So we're not, we're not obligated to only listen to these 10 albums that are on the shelf at Target. You know what I mean? Right. We can listen to whatever Anything. the fuck we want. Underground music. Yeah. Oh, that's it? That's all you got? That's all I kind of got. Okay, got it. <laughs> that was pretty good, though. That was a good term I threw out there. That's, I think mean, that's the only term you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, so... Uh, well, speaking of new artists... Congratulations to SZA. That's a very big accomplishment. That is a very a big accomplishment. Artist. And um, up for best new artist is Ice Spice. Everyone's loving Ice Spice right now. She had that collab with Nicki Minaj in the Barbie movie. Yes. So a bad like a Bobby. And a bad like a Bobby. I'm a dog, but I still want to party. Pink bat like I'm running to bed. I'm a tell so I'm pulling a Ken. Yeah, Be- Jazzy, Stacy, Nicki. Uh, all of the Bobbies is pretty. Uh, all of the Bobbies is bad. Eat girls in the play tag. Wow. But he spanked me when I get bad. I'm an LA rodeo drive. I'm a New York medicine ab. I'm a boppy girl. 
Pink Barbie dream house. The way it can be yelling out, can be spending out, but like a scream house. Yelling out, we ain't selling out. We got money, but we ain't letting out. We got bars, but we ain't belling out. In that pink Ferrari, we pulling out. Tote brings the bar billing out. Piss so cold, we just chilling out. <laughs> Whoa, my water balloon boobs while you're singing that is just shaking. Your like water crazy. baboons. <laughs> that was amazing, Isaiah. How do you know all those words? He I really didn't is. even get them all, all words. Isaiah right. was truly gifted. Well, I Spice is nominated. Sorry. <laughs> A I piece of bagel flew out of your teeth. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Um, Ice Spice is nominated Best New Artist. She's also nominated for that song that Isaiah just sang. And she's nominated with Taylor Swift for her Karma song. Where you know, she just what's said. What's funny is everyone's saying she's nominated for this song assisted by Taylor Swift. It's Taylor Swift's song. And all she says in it is. Facts. That's literally <laughs> not yeah. really, but like, yeah, like she assisted Taylor Swift. Yeah, let's 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 get the facts straight. Yeah, Taylor Swift wanted it's some hot song. new, yeah. you know, audience. You know what I mean? Let's get some rap audience and to enjoy it. <laughs> That's so funny because it really is just uh, a move. Yeah, to, a money move. Yeah, she just know? wants more people to right. pay attention. But, so, but, but yeah, congratulations, congratulations I Spice. Spice. That's really dope. And also, speaking of the Barbie movie, Ryan Gosling, who was in The Notebook, he was Ken in the Barbie movie, yes. he's nominated, his first Grammy nomination for I'm Just Ken. Anywhere else I'd be a town. Yeah, so congratulations, Ryan Gosling. Now, people forget, Ryan Gosling was with Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Justin Timberlake um, in the Mickey Mouse Club back when they were like 10 years old, yeah, 12 11. years old. Um, so that's really cool. So he's no stranger to the music world and performance yeah, and all that. He grew up in the theater. Theater. So, um, congratulations, Ryan Gosling and the Barbie movie because Billie Eilish also was nominated for What Was I Made For? That's not how what, it goes. I don't know what that song was made for. Uh, <laughs> I like that song. It makes me cry every time, but I'm also like a big crybaby. Um, like Melanie Martinez. <laughs> and... Dula Peep. Dula Peep. Dula Peep uh, was nominated for Dance the Night. I do love that song. I like your parody better. <laughs> Jeez. Your poop parody. That wasn't poop parody. That was Jack the Night Away. Oh, Jack the Night Away. <laughs> I feel like Isaiah says parody songs are either poop parodies or about <clears throat> masturbation. I don't have anything else to sing about. That yeah, what related. else is there to sing about? I don't, I, I don't like children. <laughs> How am I going to sing about that? Boring. <laughs> but anyway. Um, also, Miley Cyrus and her daddy, Billy Ray Cyrus, um, have been the first ever in Grammy history for a father-daughter duo to both be nominated to both be nominated in the same category of Song of the uh, Record of the Year. Because Miley were they the first, or is are they the only the second only? They the second? are the first to individually have oh, their own okay, songs, okay, okay. not having duets together Got and it. being nominated for Record of the Year. Because I think in the past, like Nat King Cole and his you know daughter were nominated for Unforgettable. That's what you oh. are, um, you know. And then probably Frank Sinatra and his daughter. We're also doing a duet. Same thing. She sings, these boots are made for walking. Shut up. Yeah. These boots are made for walking. And those boobs are meant for jiggling. And that's just <laughs> what they'll do. One of these days, these boobs are gonna Give whack. you all black and blue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> I was trying to swing that at you too. That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, so Miley Cyrus was nominated Record of the Year this year for the 2024 Grammy nominations for her song Flowers that hit 1 billion streams in less than... It was the first song to ever hit 1 billion streams so fast. Damn. So... That is no surprise there. And Billy Ray Cyrus was also nominated back in 1992 for his Achy Breaky Heart record of the right, year. Right, right. So that's what they're talking about, where this has never happened before, where okay, father okay. and a daughter were nominated in the exact same category. Separately. Separately. Cool. So this is really exciting. I love Miley Cyrus, and I hope she wins, because it's about damn time she wins a Grammy Award. She doesn't care. Well, I care. About the Grammys. Same thing with Britney. Britney never cared. She said, they asked, oh, what do you think about the critics that um, that won't give you Grammy Awards? Which she does have a Grammy Award for, for toxic. toxic. But she was like, I don't care about the critics. I don't make music for the critics. I make music for my fans. She should have gotten more Grammys than <clears throat> what she was given. Well, especially considering the album sales that she had given the music industry yeah, and how absolutely. what a turning point she was a cultural uh reset that's probably why she didn't like the grammy she was probably like this is bullshit <laughs> no i don't think she gives a fuck she's she wants her paycheck <laughs> you know she's what i mean such a sweet girl um and then your girl holly bailey with her song angel <laughs> she was the little mermaid she was, um... See, you're spitting bagels all over the place. Spits swallows, baby. I'm sorry. I keep spitting everywhere. Um, and it's not spit. Like, it's reminiscence of breakfast. No, it's not. It's like, I'm just gonna... Here's a side of fries. <laughs> no, it's not. Stop. Um, Halle Bailey, who was Ariel in The Little Mermaid live action, she was nominated for her song, Angel, that both me and Isaiah are just like, uh, whatever. Yeah, literally. I listened to it two times. Maybe, maybe. I'm just curious to see if she's going to go and have her angel baby that she says she's not pregnant, even though she really looked it I last mean, she's month. She's been posting on Instagram and she didn't look pregnant, but they could be old pictures. Could, like Kylie Jenner did that. Remember? Kylie Jenner wasn't saying she was pregnant. Wasn't she going to perform at the Grammys? Yeah, and then she couldn't anymore. Interesting. Huh. Hmm. Well, the Grammys is in February, so she'd probably have popped that kid out by that point. But she's saying she's not pregnant. Anywho. Anywho, let's move on from that. And then we also have Olivia Rodrigo, who was nominated for six Grammy nominations for her sophomore album, Guts. Which I thought was... I don't think this is a Grammy, Grammy nominated album. I'm sorry, I'll say it again. The song Vampire is very good. She's also nominated for Homeschool, Ballad of a Homeschool Girl. I thought this album was... Not it anywhere was near. It was subpar. Um, it's not sour. like sour. Sour, sour was, so was good. the breakup album of our generation. It was my anthem, and I've never even been in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> you have a small one. You had you dipped your toes into a relationship, yeah, and I was like for like six months. I don't like my toes wet. I'm getting my foot out of here. <laughs> but uh, but all right. Uh, is that all for the Grammys? Yeah, that's pretty much that we're most excited for. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, we talk about what the fuck we want to talk about. Our, the artists that we like or don't like, we're not going to talk about every fucking person that's ever existed. Yeah, no, we're not going to talk about random people, randos. Get out of here. We don't have time for... Ain't nobody got time for that. Randos, I'd rather be commando. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, and now it's time for... 
TV Netflix movies and boobies. Ooh, shake them. You don't even got to move. Don't pop my water balloons. <laughs> Get a needle. They shake themselves. <laughs> um, all right. So the actor strike has ended officially. Woo! And they got the deal that they got. I'm sure I don't know all the details, but they got a $40 million streaming deal. Wow. So whatever residuals come through, they ha- they get up to $40 million. Wow. Which is a, a win. Now, I don't know about the AI stuff and all of that. Right. But... Yeah, they were striking for 118 days. Then they finally called yeah. it quits. And Fran Drescher was like, Ah, Mr. Sheffield. Yeah. Look what I did. Ah. Yeah, so good for them. Yeah, I'm Finally. happy for the actors. Finally, it's over. We can all go to movie premieres again. We can all like talk about movies. I mean, there's not going to be a lot of movie premieres because no one's been filming. Yeah, it's been a pause. You know, for 118 days, that has put us out for like two and a half years of movies. Everything that's not already Including filmed. the writers, too. Yeah. So all that and combined. Not, it's a year. Anyone that has um, not already a finished product they're not going to be putting anything out why are you spinning the kazoo you haven't used it once i know and i've been saying good jokes too i know pick up that damn kazoo stop playing put it in your damn mouth quit playing with it and put it in your mouth um all right mean girls the musical is coming because that's a fucking joke i'm not gonna fucking watch that shit yeah so i don't understand what tina fey is trying to do here so last week we were talking all about mean girls and then literally after we recorded bloop the news broke and mean girls the musical is coming out and we didn't even know about it to talk about it but yes mean girls the musical is coming out january 12th uh 2024 January 12th is the new October 3rd. Um, and Tina Fey is going to be in it, along with Bussy Phillip. Bussy. 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 Bugussy Phillip. Busy Phillips? Is that her name? Bugussy, yeah. Busy Bugussy Phillips. <laughs> She's playing the Amy Puller part, so Regina's mom. Okay, okay, okay. So it does look funny because you're getting Tina Fey, you're getting... Bugussy. <laughs> Bussy Phillips. I'm going to forever call her Bussy Phillips. Bussy. Well, Will Smith knows a thing or two about Bussy. We'll get there. We'll We'll get get there. there. We'll get there. Um, But this movie, Mean Girls the Musical, is based off of the 2018 stage Broadway production of Mean Girls, which is based off of the 2004 Mean Girls film with uh, Lindsay Lohan, Rachel McAdams, Amanda Seyfried. Except to that, and that one girl who can we can never remember her name. Who plays Tulsa Strudel? Regina uh, Aris. Yeah, uh, that's so fetch. Uh, what's her name? No, now I feel bad. Laura Croft. Is, no, her name is Eliza Thornberry. Yeah, but what's her name? You did a really good impression of her last time. But what's her um, name? It's like something like not normal. <clears throat> it is. Lacey Schabert. Schabert? Sherbert? Sherbert Lemon. Well, I'm never going to remember this. <laughs> Lacey Schabert. Yo, I, I can I not read? <laughs> okay. Well, it's Gretchen Wieners, so that's all that matters. Um, yes, Gretchen's Wiener. So, yeah, I mean, Mean Girls the Musical, none of these ladies are going to be in it. Like, Lindsay Lohan's not going to be in it. Only Tina Fey. Also, the principal in the movie uh, is 
in the 2004 movie is also going to be in this movie. David Allen Greer. Is that his no, name? No, I feel like not. it's like Tim Meadows. Oh, wow. You nailed it. Is that right? Yeah. All right. Uh, and then we have... Oh, you made me watch this last night. Okay, last night. And then you turned it off. You're so not I, funny. I didn't think it was good. It was a Netflix comedy special. And it was, um, it's called The Improv, Sixty and Still Standing. And it's about in LA, the, the improv um, building. I don't it's, know, it's about, a comedy club. It's a comedy club that has been there for 60 years. And a lot of people. Got their start there. A lot of there. big comedians. Like Wanda Sykes, uh, Jimmy, uh, Jerry Seinfeld, you got Sarah Silverman, um, so many people. David Spade. Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, I'm thinking Jerry Springer. Jerry Seinfeld. I'm like um, Jerry Springer. Was they a got comedian? their start there. You know, they yeah. would do jokes. A lot of people still to this day, when they want to try new uh, material, comedians, yeah. they'll go there because that's where they feel most comfortable. That's where they started, and they feel comfortable going back and practicing new material, and then really going out on tour and using that. Right. Um, so it is so good. There's Whitney Cummings in it. I love um, Whitney Cummings. I think she's so funny. She actually... She's pregnant in it. She's big. She created Two Broke Girls. She had, um, which is one of my... That's what made me start I'm not going to lie. She was my least favorite out of all the people. I know. I love Whitney Cummings, but I, I didn't, didn't like think her any, anything there was funny. Nothing. I didn't think her jokes were funny. I think I might She have, did a trans joke, and I was like, I already don't like her. I might have, like, giggled once. Also, um, Chelsea Handler's ex was on it. Joe Coy. Joe Coy. I love Joe Coy. I didn't think he was funny here, but I do like Joe Coy. I think he's so funny. Also, the guy, um, Bert uh, Krishner. Bagarak. Um, he had that movie that we watched. Bert Kreischer. Yeah. He's funny. He's funny. I, I don't. I don't. I didn't I love, think he it gets was on, funny. He maybe. gets on the stage and he immediately takes his shirt off and his big belly is showing and he goes, I know, I know. I'm ripped. That's his shtick. He's very but funny. But I, I, and I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you that all these people are funny. They were not funny there. Oh. And I will say it again. And I like this. It was this. just, I was excited to watch it. I like yeah. all those people. I didn't think it was funny. I watched it with Robbie and we had a fun time. We had a fun night watching it. But it goes back and forth between, um, like the comedy special of them talking about how, you know, they performed here in the past and X, Y, Z. And then it goes back to old clips. Right. So it goes back and forth, back and forth between now and then. Like Wanda Sykes looks so young in one of them. No, she was like 20 years old. Jesus. Isaiah's just doing another shot. Where's my wine shot? Should I do it? Here, you do it. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I enjoyed it. If you like comedy, I found it. I found it very funny. Me and my boyfriend enjoyed it thoroughly. And we were cracking up. Cheers. Cheers to actually funny Tinkle. things. <laughs> Tinkle. Um, I also watched another movie with Robbie, and we thought it was just okay. It's on Netflix, and it's called Pain Hustlers, and I had such high expectations because it's Catherine O'Hara from mm -hmm. Schitt's Creek, Moira, and um, uh, she was not that funny in it. And it's also starring Emily Blunt, and Emily Blunt's character uh, is a single mother, and she has a daughter, that um Chris has, Evans is in it too. She's a daughter who has seizures, like severe seizures, and the doctor's like, you need to give a unstressful environment for your daughter. And so Emily Blunt's like, fuck, we're living in a hotel in her head. And um 
does everything she can to help her daughter and to have money because she has to pay for surgeries and things like that. Mm -hmm. And she comes into a job where she's selling medication to doctors, but then who knew that this life for like people selling medications, they're like fucking the doctors. The doctors are worse than people on the streets. That's what this whole movie's about. We're seeing how they're selling medication to doctors so that doctors buy this medication. And um, this is an actual real life thing. Oh, you mean they're the sales, lobbyists? They're that salesmen. Come and say, oh, you're, do you want your pa- patients to be in pain? Well, yeah. here, buy this medication. Buy this medication. Yeah. But then the doctors and these salespeople, <clears throat> they like fuck just so that they can get a sale. Do you oh, understand? Okay, okay, okay. So the doctors we're seeing in this movie they're how they're worse themselves. than yeah, they're worse than like people on the streets. So they're like drug addicts. You know, I I, I did not want to watch this because it was like a movie movie, and I just finished watching the other day. We talked about it on on the podcast that other painkiller show, and it was like um with Matthew Broderick was in it. Yeah, yeah. So that was actually based on a true thing, like an actual true story. And so I was like, oh, I'm not going to watch this because I feel like it's like the same thing. But, you know, you said you didn't really like it. I just, me and Rob thought it was just meh. It got 24% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Pain Hustlers? Yeah. Yeah, we just thought it was ugh. And. I would never watch it again. The director of it is David Yates. And he has literally directed like five of the eight Harry Potter films. Yeah, what happened here? He, like. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. He and part two of Fantastic Beasts. So he has a really good track record for track movies. record for movies. Same thing with Catherine O'Hara. That's why I wanted to watch it. I was like, you got Emily Blunt, love her from Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. Um, you also got Catherine O'Hara, Blunt. who was one of my favorite actresses. I was literally watching this and I was like, this is like not what I was expecting. Right, right, right. And it's not that funny. Well, it wasn't meant to be a comedy, was it? Yeah, kind oh. of. Kind of. Interesting. It's like a dark tromedy, comedy. Tromedy. That's a new one. Only because the daughter was having seizures. So you like feel oh. bad for Emily Blunt's character. But it She is was having seizures or her daughter? The daughter. Emily Blunt's daughter. Yeah. Interesting. She's like 17. But yeah. Um, and now a brand new show has just came out. It's called, it's on FX and Hulu. And it's called Murder at the End of the World. And it has an 85% Rotten Tomato score. We watched the first episode of it today. And there's a lot of... There's known people in it. Clive Owen is in it. Uh, Emma Corrin. Was I drunk this morning? Because I don't remember watching this. You must have been drunk this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Because I literally watched an episode and a half with you sitting on the couch. (laughs) Uh, it's very, it's, it's a really interesting show. She's basically like the modern day Sherlock Holmes when it comes to murders and this genius. Think of if Elon Musk invited her to a retreat and was like, I want your brain to come to here and help me do this. And she goes to this secluded island and she's, she's super excited because she's like, oh my God, like quote-unquote Elon Musk. It's not Elon Musk. His name is something else. But she's like, Elon Musk has asked me to come like to a retreat with a whole bunch of other super smart people. Wow. 
And uh, but yeah, it's really intriguing. How did so I miss all There's this? only two episodes out. How did I, <laughs> I have miss no this? fucking idea. Oh, I was probably doing the outline. Um, there's only two episodes out, and uh, I'm about to finish watching the second one when we are done recording. But so far, so good. I like it. Mm. It's called Murder at the End of the World. Is it Ryan Murphy? No, I don't. I don't know. Let me see. I feel like I can always tell if it's Ryan Murphy because I like it immediately, and I feel like it did not catch my attention, which means um, it's not. You didn't even know we were watching it. <laughs> and no, it's not Ryan Murphy. No, it. It's Brit, uh, Brit Marling and Zal Batman Ling, Batman Ling. I fucking know how to say that. If I don't know how to say it, what's Bat- for me? Batman Gling, Glinge. Batman Gling. I, I don't know. But anyways, Batman. <laughs> Batman. And, uh, <clears throat> so yeah, A Murder at the End of the World. Check it out on Hulu or FX if you have it. All right. And now moving on from TV Netflix into Celebrity Gossip. I just gotta be peacefully with you and with you. Oh boy. Oh boy. Kiki Palmer for the win has officially filed a restraining order against... Her baby daddy, Darius Jackson. Daryl Hannah. Stop. Not Daryl <laughs> Hannah from Splash. Um, what's his name? Darius, Darius Jackson. Jackson. Uh, after he was caught on camera physically abusing her. Yo, like body slams yeah. and choking. Dragging her up the stairs. That's like, horrifying. Really, really crazy. And then his brother, his older brother, had the audacity to post on Twitter basically insinuating that it's actually she's the abuser not oh i didn't brother. see that i saw one of i think this was his little brother then that posted that he's always been abusive but he didn't say he has always been abusive he said this that person has always he didn't say he or she or anything oh. but kiki palmer's mother went on instagram yeah. and made a video in response to the to brother. him i remember at, yeah so she clearly feels like it's an attack towards her daughter, Kiki. <gasps> but she's like, how ridiculous is that accusation? When you told me yourself, this is what she said. I went to you and told you that he was being abusive to my daughter. And you told me, oh, well, like sometimes I could get like that too. Literally is what he said. So, I mean. Oh, no. It runs in the family. It runs in the family. Oh my goodness, poor Kiki. But yeah, she well, got she a has, restraining, she restraining has, order, and she has a temporary full custody of their eight-month baby. Ugh. Their son, poor baby. I know, terrible, terrible. Um, so prayers to Kiki, prayers of strength, and um, you'll get through this, girl. You're doing yeah. the right thing. Yeah, for sure. You're doing the right thing. We knew this was coming because after that whole Usher thing. He left a bad taste in everybody's mouth when he slut-shamed Kiki. Yeah. Publicly, online, for by what she was wearing in Las He's, Vegas. He low-key cyber-abused her. What do you... You don't think he's going to physically abuse her, and too? And then they broke up after that, but then yeah. she, like, somehow didn't say the, it, the but baby. they got back together, and then this happened, and then she, she went to the police and got a restraining order. She had the footage, she brought the footage, and had the judge do what they do. That's wild. Yeah. Now, Will Smith. Whoa. This one. Roll your sleeves up. Pull yeah. your thong up, folks. This one's a wild the, ride in the wilderness. Sure he is. Uh, Will Smith is being... Accused 
of having sexual relations with another man. Not even sexual relations, but quote unquote murdering their backside. Their bussy. Yeah. So by an ex assistant slash a friend best for 40 friend years. for 40 years. He no longer is friends with Will Smith or Jada. But this is forget yes, the the gay thing is crazy. Wow. Who knows but if it's because he knew. He says, hold on. He said that he caught Will Smith himself, like saw it with his own eyes. Yeah, going into a dressing room trying to find him. He he was trying to find him during something that they were recording and they're telling him, his assistant, hey, go find Will. Will, we need him. He looks in the dressing room, not in there. So then he goes to the other actor's dressing room, like going all over the place. What was his name? he said, um, Darius Martin. Daryl Hannah. No, Daryl. <laughs> is everyone Daryl Hannah? Um, Darius Martin. Darren. Darren. Darren's dance groups. Daryl. Daryl Martin. No, it's not Daryl Martin. Dwayne Martin. Martin. So, Dwayne Martin, who is also an actor, his assistant, Bilal, is his name. So, the assistant slash best friend, Bilal, opens uh, Dwayne Martin's dressing room and sees Will Smith on all fours on a couch. And... Dwayne is giving it to him, giving it to him, giving it to him. Pounding, like. He said uh, his uh, words were. Murdering. He was killing him. Murdering. murdering his bussy. He didn't say bussy, but like. That's so like Amanda Bynes 2009. I want Drake to murder my vagina. Right. Yo. Will Smith was taking it up the ass all 12 inches. Oh my God. Now, listen. He's my soulmate. He's my soulmate. (laughs) Stop. Um, Isaiah's called this years ago. Literally, when we first started the podcast. Isaiah has always said that Will Smith is a homosexual. And I think him and Jada... Are separated. But they're together, quote-unquote, married, only because... Of the children. No, of public perception. He's going to get more jobs. He's going to get... She's going to get more jobs. And, AKA more money for the right. family and now, the children. There's no prenup. And I think that was her security when they got married was, well, I'm not going to do a prenup. You want this? Well, then I don't, I get, get, to, half. I don't get a prenup. I get half. And yeah. if and if we divorce, you know, she takes what she takes. I mean, geez, they're both filthy rich. So who cares if there's a prenup or not when you're both filthy rich? Now, this is what... Uh, Bilal, Bilal also said that Will Smith has a little penis. No, not a little shrimp dick. <laughs> he said that before she was with Will, she was with Tupac. Remember? Who's that? A, like a baby's arm holding an apple. A baby's a baby's leg holding an apple. And the guy said, "Why are you gonna? How are you gonna go from a baby's leg to a pinky toe?" Oh my god. He said that? He said that. And uh to a pinky toe? A pinky. I think she, he said a pinky finger. Okay. Uh, it was like a pinky that's an, toe. That's an extra inch. A toe is, <laughs> that's an extra inch. Not so, even an inch. An extra uh, half inch. So he's like, How are you gonna go from a baby's leg or a baby's arm? Some baby appendage to a pinky a pinky. Oh my god. And it the, can't be that so small. the it, he said all this on the podcast. By uh, Tasha K. Mm-hmm. So Tasha K was like, did he actually say this to you? Or Jada say this to you? 
And that's when he was like, she didn't have to say it. Yeah. How are you going to go from a baby's appendage, whichever one, leg or arm you choose, to a pinky? Would so, you rather a now, long, skinny penis or oof. would you rather a fat, short chode? I think a long, skinny. Really? Yeah. I think a fat, short chode would probably be good. I don't want my intestines good. to fall out. But <laughs> now, I will tell you this. Not only that, this is what's crazy. Forget all, all the whatever. If he's gay, he's gay. What are you going to do? But, but, dirty monkey butt. Mm. It's been a while since I said that. Yeah. Jada, Bilal, the ex-friend and assistant, claims that after him, you know what Jada makes you do if you're going to work with them? What? She makes you go to rehab, even if you don't have a drug problem. And they'll pay for everything. And I think it's just so they have an excuse to be like, look, they went to rehab. If somebody says something about you, about Will or Jada, they can use that as ammo. Look, they went to rehab. You can't trust them. They're addicts. No, that's so fucked up. That's what he said. He didn't have to do it because he was already, he knew Will before Jada, before the fame. So he didn't have to do that. But he said after him that that's what they make you do. If you're gonna and and you can't work with them if you don't go to rehab. Oh my god! Yeah, because it's like a track record. Yeah, it's a paper trail. Yeah. So they, if you ever said anything, they'll be like, "You can't trust this." He, they went to rehab. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is manipulative. It's giving Jada Pinkett Smith written all over it. Worthy hashtag. That's her book title. Worthy. But. Yeah, so that's Will Smith and his, pinky toe. his versus his ex ass assistant. <laughs> wow, that is wild. But yeah. you were right. I right. mean, this isn't like I mean the Smiths are saying this is not true, and they're suing. They 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 are claiming there's going to be legal repercussions. Of course, there is. You know that's pretty scandalous. Yeah. You know. uh, this is like the trending news for the next two weeks now yeah. because this came out a day ago. Jada just won't fucking give up. I feel like she's planting all this. She's probably pissed because she didn't write it in the book. Oh. And she was like, God damn it, that was going to be my sequel. Damn. That was going to be my comeback. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Uh, we'll keep you guys posted for sure. Okay, so moving on from the Smiths into... Uh, I'm literally like fucking sick of talking about them. Like I'm over it. Like, big deal. Will got to dig up his ass. Me too. You didn't see me talking about it. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. We have a whole podcast based (laughs) off of it. Now, let's move on into People Magazine putting out The Sexiest Man Alive and reactors. Is that the word for it? Reactors. People are react. Oh, and the internet. How about the internet? The interwebs. (laughs) They're um, reacting negatively to it because they're saying Patrick Dempsey... Is so 2004. Like, what the um, fuck? And I heard a rumor online that he paid for the spot. Really? Because who cares? Who cares I haven't heard his name in maybe 20 years. Who cares anymore about People Magazine's Sexiest Men Alive? Yeah. Sad and pathetic. Especially when you're going to pick someone like Patrick Dempsey. Like, yeah, he's good looking, but I wouldn't say he's the sexiest man alive. Not for nothing. And Sheeran, like, come on. And Sheeran, (laughs) You're telling me in in the oh the fucking all of Hollywood, Hollywood you're, gonna you're pick. telling me this sixty year old man 
is the sexiest man who alive. Do you, who do you think they should have picked? They could have gone with Ryan Reynolds. I would have picked they Travis could've... Kelsey. They could have. What about Travis Kelsey, you're, sexiest you're man alive? You're not wrong. I'm so jealous of Taylor Swift out of my mind that she's with Travis they, Kelsey. I'm last night. I'm like this on my phone, looking at all shirtless pictures of Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Like, damn. Wait, we were okay. watching something last okay. night, and I'm like, damn, this guy's just as hot as Travis Kelsey. Yeah. He should have been sexiest he, man alive. Yes. And not even because of Taylor Swift. He's just sexy as fuck. People he magazine, like, get this right. You're canceled. Patrick, You're done. Wind Patrick it up. Takes a dump seat? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for me. <laughs> yeah, let's move on from that. This is clearly paid for. Um, not only paid for, there's a demographic they're reaching here. And it's all old. women that are 75 years old Geriatric. that are still reading People magazine. Oh. Yeah. So this segment's for you. <laughs> yeah, for real. Wasn't he from Grey's Anatomy? This ish, he was. I never watched. Grey's I never Anatomy, watched but, it either. There's um, a lot of shows I never really watched. Grey's Anatomy. It's, if it's a hospital show, I'm not gonna watch it unless it's Backdoor Nurses. <laughs> <laughs> Law and Order. I never saw any of those shows. Interesting. Nothing. Anyway. I'm getting cramps. Oh, God. Oh, it's starting. Speaking of cramps, um, Travis Barker <laughs> from Blink-182, who just had their first baby with Kourtney Kardashian. You know, people are saying that we're in the hospital, nurses, and this and that. They're saying that Travis brought his entire drum set into the what? delivery room and was like... <laughs> And Courtney was loving, loving that she did this. He did this whole spectacle in the delivery room. Oh, my while God. While nurses are trying to, like, move around, do this, like, emer- remember, she had a really scary, del- she had an emergency fetal um, surgery. Like, they thought they were going to lose the baby. Yeah. So, like, this is, like, an emergency situation. Your wife is giving birth for a fourth time. Don't forget, because she's had three kids with Scott Disick. <sighs> Whoa, excuse me. I'm sorry. I had to let that out. Oh, my stomach feels better. Maybe it was a gas pain. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so they had their baby. It is called Rocky Barker. So I was right um, last week when I said they were thinking of naming the baby Rocky. It is Rocky Barker. That is fucking dumb. What do you think about the drum set? Like, what? No. This, How was my drum solo? Um, I feel like you were playing a, like a Popeyes commercial. <laughs> like whatever Love song that you were from playing. Popeyes, you'll dig the way it's fried. Feels so good inside. The best you ever tried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stop! You're trying to hypnotize me again. I'm trying to titch you down. With my water balloons. No. Um. Just give him a squeeze. Water balloons. No, uh, so, I don't know, that's fucking dumb, man. Like, you, you really think that in the midst of your wife's geriatric pregnancy birth... Yeah, I mean, she's over 40. You're going to... That's not even a geriatric pregnancy. What is that? I guess he wanted the baby to come out with noise like a that. A senior birth? Oh, why? Because he probably plays the drums all, all night? All the time. So and the baby will just... The baby. Yeah, the baby's just gonna know. Just be deaf. The baby will just be deaf. Oh, uh, God forbid. Toy, toy. The toy family. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's worse things in the world than being deaf. Like what? Being blind. 
Yeah, I'd rather be deaf than not having all four limbs. Like just a torso. Yeah. And a head. You can't even wipe your own ass. Yeah. I don't. I was gonna say I don't even think you can poop. (laughs) And then I was like, oh wait. It comes out of your asshole, not your armpit. (laughs) But yeah, uh, I'm sick of these people. Why do we talk about them? Oh, the Kardashians? Yes. Um, I just thought that was so bizarre, the Travis Barker playing the drums. Anyway, um, yeah, let's... But they're not Kardashians. Now it's the Baker, so it's a... Yeah, the Barkers. The Karjakers? The Karjakers. <laughs> Car Barkers. Wait, what? Uh, Karjakers. 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 <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, I think we're done with celebrity gossip here and tonight. And now let's move on into everybody's favorite segment. The Britney notification of the week. Yeah. All right. So Megbo is going to be picking the Oracle card this week. And Isaiah will be the reader. The reader breeder. Oh, I hate that oh, word. Uh, yeah, Travis Kelsey wants a breeder with Taylor Swift. They're saying they're going to be engaged by um, May. Man. They're predicting they're going to so be. So that's engaged. a year, right? I mean, um, they've been dating for let's say three months now, and uh, I don't know. You know, honestly, at this point, I do want Taylor to be happy, and if they're going to be happy together, maybe they they should have children. You know, it's about damn time. Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> I just, Lizzo's never going to be the same again. Okay, so Megan picked out The Rebel. The Rebel. She looks sexy as fuck in that. Yes, that is. Look at those thigh highs. From her Piece of Me tour. Those thigh highs. Yo, I love a good, like, thigh high, sexy garter. So she's wearing a uh, one-piece leotard. Uh, See-through, sheer leotard with a little. White fur over her shoulders. White fur coat. A little one. What is that? Mini? What do you call it? A crop top. A crop fur coat. <laughs> like a um, bolero jacket. Oh. That's a fashion term. The <clears throat> right. white one. Fur. So, The Rebel. Britney covered Bobby Brown's My Prerogative in 2004. A direct clapback to the media for their constant scrutiny of her life and relationship with dancer Kevin Federline. Britney was exhausted by life under the celebrity microscope, and this song and this video were her answers to it. She also wrote a confessional series of letters to her fans about her life as Britney the person, not Britney the pop icon. Britney the rebel was ready to control her own narrative and stop apologizing for living her life the way she wanted to. Let go of expectations and write your own story. It's your prerogative to live your way. Whoa. Now... Meanwhile, her book, The Woman in Me, is uh, a New York Times bestseller for a second week in a row. Going on its third. Yep. Now, I remember those series of letters that Britney wrote. They were on her website, BritneySpears.com. And I remember reading them. And it was the first glimpse that we saw of Britney, not in an interview, in her own words. This was literally written out. It was not... It was literally scanned and put on to the website so you could see it in her handwriting. It wasn't like typed or written. It was written like with a pen and a paper. Yeah. So, and it was the first time we saw Britney in a different, 
in a non-celebrity light. Anywho, uh, now we that we got the rebel out of the way. Jamie Spears, her the father. father, is supposedly on his deathbed. Good. They're trying but to... But you know what? Not good. Because he's... He's going to get away with everything. But he's going to be dead. So, hmm. Yeah, but the point is to make him suffer. That's true. Like, to pay for his crimes that he committed against this innocent person. He should be forced to sit in a box in a jail... And watch Britney Spears perform the rest of his life. That's what you have to watch. Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> no, but wouldn't that be the great punishment? Is that he has to sit in your jail cell and you have to watch your daughter. Somebody that you destroyed her life. And you're going to have to watch every performance from when she was a kid until she's old. over and over and over. Until you rot and die. While you were getting a dick in your ass. By Will Smith's friend. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drop your but, soap. <laughs> you better cut it out. I'm going to have to sign up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Isaiah's just like, let's switch places. Freaky Friday. <laughs> so, uh, supposedly he's on his deathbed and they're um, <laughs> trying to remove an infection that he has in his knee or something. His Brittany. <laughs> Brittany. <laughs> Disney yeah. or Datney. So, uh. I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen with that, but if he You think dies, it's true? I feel like they're always saying he's dying. If he dies, but Megan, if he dies, this changes everything in the course of the court. Yeah. Of the deposition. That's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. Because we want Lou Taylor and him Behind and Robin bars. Greenhill to go down. So now. Those three people. Um, so, all right. We're, we're done with Jamie, right? Supposedly, Britney's mom has Lynn. been selling some of Britney's memorabilia online, like outfits that she wore to tours, dolls, um, rehearsals, dolls, hats that journals. she wore for. Um, she says she still has the journals, um, hats that she wore to like premieres, like red carpet events, and some of her friends have come out and said, like Jamie Lynn. Uh, Lynn Spears, her mother's friends, have come out and said she's been selling this stuff mm. after they got into a fight with J- with Liam. Now, Brittany wrote in the book, had already written in the book that her mom was doing this. And her mom took to Instagram to write, how could you possibly think that? That Look, I'm I have selling- your journal. And, and she posted a picture of the journal on and, the bed. And the dolls. In the cabinets. So, that's just one thing. Brittany clapped back. So the mom said that, no, that this is true. I, I have all your stuff still. How could I sell that? That means so much to me is what Leon is saying. Now, people have gone and done the research and you can actually find Lynn selling Brittany stuff online, but not through Lynn directly. She's doing it through a friend. So her name is not attached to it. But there are pictures of other people wearing Britney stuff. That's wild. There's videos of it, of other people wearing Britney stuff. Now, you know that I have always said that Britney's money was taken from her, but it's not gone. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, one of Lynn Spears' friends has shown text messages that say that Britney's money is in offshore accounts. 
What does that mean? Accounts that are not in America, that are in like overseas, overseas in like Panama or something, so that they cannot be traced from here. That's what a lot of very wealthy people do. They hide their money in other offshore countries. so that they America doesn't the government doesn't actually know how much money they how have. How do you hide money like that in accounts? Usually I think it's like Switzerland maybe. But like you are like di- different like you countries. go to a bank in another country right. and you're saying, "Hi, I live here. I want to I don't know if you have to live there or not, but that's what they're saying. Basically, Britney's money is somewhere but it's not in America and Britney doesn't have access to it. Oh, fuck. So, if you can't prove that, that the money's actually somewhere... I think Kim Kardashian has it. Then, if you can't prove that, then it's over. You know? But Britney's money is somewhere. But you said there's text messages. There's text messages that Lynn is insinuating... That Britney's money is an offshore account. Well, clearly, Matthew Rosengart, Britney's lawyer, knows about it. And is doing everything he can to make sure... That's home. Britney wins. Because if Britney wins, he wins too. Yeah, for sure. And now, not only that, Jamie Lynn... The little sister. Britney's um, sister, Judas Leach, uh, is on... I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. It's a reality show where they take celebrities to an island. It's kind of like Survivor, but it's with celebrities. But she's not even in America. She's in the UK. Right. So they get to eat beans on toast. <laughs> um, that's apparently like a really huge Yeah, no, thing I've, I've heard of that. Ew. Gross. Like baked beans. Yeah. Yeah, on toast. I mean, that sounds yummy. That's what your dad said. Build like a baked bean. A baked bean! Yeah, that sounds good though. I like I love baked beans and toast. I like baked beans and toast also, but I don't like beans on toast. Yeah, but do they have the little wieners in it? No wieners. No wieners. This is lesbian beans. <laughs> oh, there's no fun there. This is lesbian beans. There ain't no wieners involved. <laughs> I love when the little wieners. Just the are beans in there. to flick. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Uh so, and it's in the UK, and it's a reality show, and basically, just like uh, her career, London Bridge is falling down, just like Jamie Lynn's career, <laughs> falling to the depths of hell where she belongs. Oh, tell us how you really feel. This is feel. the third reality show this year that she is on. Yeah, because wasn't she on Special Forces? <laughs> she was on there, and she was also in Dancing with the Farts. Oh, that's right. She's... Yeah. Money hungry. Money hungry. Maybe because Britney ain't paying your bills no more, huh? Facts. And Britney was never paying it. Her father was stealing Britney's money <gasps> to pay to pay for Jamie Lynn's lifestyle. Jamie Lynn, why the fuck are you riding a Tesla running over cats? Because, Remember she did that? Yeah. And then she blamed Tesla because it was too quiet and the cats didn't hear it. So she went... <laughs> was like um Binks and Hocus Pocus. Except it, they didn't, didn't come become back unflat. Yeah. <laughs> they stayed didn't. flat. Tortillas. Oh, Cat no. tortillas. No. So, so yeah, she's just raking in the, the these checks and then bouncing from the show. A mooch. She doesn't have to last At long. least, like, have fun with it. Yeah, no. Well, this is the end of her career. Yeah. As oh, yeah. you said it, London Bridge has fallen down and so is your career, Jamie Lynn. Facts. Uh, what else? Oh, 
Then we got Timbaland. We talked about the muzzle last week, right? Yes. Okay. So Timbaland and Justin Timberlake are currently... Timberland is trying to convince Justin to write, write a new another song? song about Britney in response to her book. Like Crimea River Days. What the fuck are you going to say? Well, you know what? I hope they do do this because it's, it's going to be a flip flop. It's going to be a fucking flop. Yeah. Justin, you're in your flop era. You're in your flip in between flop. era. I'm in my growth era because I got a mole. And, and I'm in my wine era with Pina Grigio. <laughs> Do you notice that I'm like giddy after having these shots? Like I'm a little more silly. She's having wine shots. I like um, it. So if he does that, it's over. It's over. There's no there's no hopes of you ever coming back into the music industry. You're going to be canceled. I hope he knows that. I bet. I bet that's his team is like Justin Timberlake. Don't, don't do, do that. it. Listen up, Noodlehead. Don't fucking do that. Your career's over, babe. It's already over. It's, don't make people it's hate over. you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, right now you could still get lay away. Low, with lay low, lay low for two years, and then go gonna... on a reality show. Yeah. But you're done. That's it. You're done. Wind, Wind it, it up. up. You're done. Ride, Ride the, the horse. horse. It's over, JT. Bye Calm bye. Calm down. Bye. And Timberland. Get the fuck out of here. You're a nobody and always have been a nobody. Get the fuck out. I mean, he wasn't always a nobody, but he's been a nobody for the last 15 years. Goodbye. Goodbye. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. Goodbye. You have the smelliest sausage link. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Anyway. uh, All right. Moving on from Britney notification. (laughs) The Britney notification of the week into... Closing entree, entree. Oh, Dance, you got a closing Stop entree. With the tears. I can't help it. I love touching them so much. Um, don't forget to stay tuned after the closing entree for Magbo's vagina, vagina reading. reading with Madam At this Raven. point, I feel like you should have also had a tit reading. Jesus Christ, or at least a tit measuring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's a lot yeah. of fun. Stay tuned. Yeah, it's yeah, actually really great. You brought to fit those puppies in. <laughs> I feel like they need a foster home. I do need to get a new bra. You want to order one with me later? No. I only wear Calvin Klein. Oh, excuse me. No. Mm. But they're running loose. Somebody call animal control. <laughs> How loose is a goose? Ho, ho. Okay. So I got a closing entree. Do you, Isaiah? No, you motherfucker. No, you never do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This one's actually really scary. So scientists... And NASA are confirming that there's going to be a big solar system flare storm that's coming towards Earth. And the last time this happened was in the 1800s. And they're saying this is going to happen in 2025. Uh. So we still got like a couple of years. But they're saying this is going to affect the Internet. And it's going to be trillions of dollars worth of damage. Trillions? Trillions. And we're in trouble because we're not going to have internet, they're saying. Possibly, because the last time this happened, this is what happened. Telegraphs and the communication system were fucked. And they had to start all over again in the 1800s. Oh my god. I know. So, they're saying that the internet is in jeopardy. And be warned that this will happen. And it's going to last for weeks to months on end to fix this. 
this. What are we going to do without any internet porn? I don't know. I don't know, Megan. That Honestly, that's my biggest worry. We're going to have to go back to like old school days where we like draw like fucking like finger. Cave, cave paintings. Cave paintings <laughs> and do finger puppets and fucking finger all of our goddamn holes with these puppets. And, and on, on that, that note, deuces. But wait, wait, wait. Keep listening if you want to listen to my vagina reading with Madam Raven. Yeah. Welcome back, Madam Raven. Hello there. I'm so excited to be back, and thank you for having me back. Yeah, so for you early listeners of Whistle Why You Twerk podcast, on, I think it was episode 29, was it, that uh, you were on giving me a tarot card reading? Yes, it was your Halloween. I think it may have been one of your first Halloween episodes, or second. Actually, no, it was the second. The second. It's titled Happy Halloweeners Part 2. That was really cute. That was so much fun. So welcome back. Thank you so much for being here. I am so excited. So I did do a card reading the last time, and this time we were doing a very special reading as we spoke about the last time. Yes, we're having a private reading for my privates. Oh, and yes, indeed we are. So Madam Raven is going to be doing a vagina reading on me, and I'm very excited. So are my lady bits. Yes, I I'm know. spread open right here for you. She truly is. She's wide open, and the vibrations are just very strong. I could just feel them. I can't smell them, though, but I could feel them. <laughs> well, I did shower here, so. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. <laughs> now, I know it's not Halloween anymore, and we're going into Thanksgiving season, but my pussy is a haunted house all year round, so I'm ready to go. You sure are, sweetheart. Don't feel bad. I have cobwebs in mine. Oh, stop. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You're killing me, Madam Raven. So tell me what you have here. Okay. What do you have in store so, for me? You know what? Let me just get let me just tell you a little bit about what a vagina reading really is. I mean, so what it is and what it has to do with uh, would be the chakras. And the chakras are seven alignments going up our spine, okay? So we have the root chakra, which is located in the bottom of your spine. So your lower back? Your lower back, correct, okay? Then we have the scarrow chakra, and this is what we're going to focus on because that is the chakra of your private organs. Okay, is that re- kind of like your belly? No, it's it's your it's your reproductive system. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So that is the essence of someone's being. Okay. Right. So that is why when I am, I mean, it gives life. It it gives life. Mm-hmm. It gives life. It, so it's it, 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 not only does it give life, it also. Um, Besides create, creating life, it is it is the chakra of your essence. So it makes of who you are. Yes. Your sex appeal, your charisma, and all of those things stem from your scarrow mm-hmm. chakra. Okay? And so that is what we're going to focus on. So I'm not going to really get into all the chakras, but that is what a, a, a vagina or a penis reading would be. Now, uh, too bad Isaiah isn't here. Oh, we miss you, Isaiah. We do miss you, Isaiah. But you know, he did say he wanted to keep all spiritual energy away from his peach covil. Oh. <laughs> well, was, I respect that. Yes, yes. <laughs> so it's going to be just me today. Okay, okay. And how we uh, start the uh, vagina reading is I have this lovely wand. Wow, look at that rod. Yeah, it's a nice rod. So describe it? it. It has. How many? So it has the it, it represents each of the chakras. 
Right. The seven chakras in all the different color crystals. Yeah. They're okay. little tiny balls that go along that, that, that go along that this rod. Exactly. Yep. So this is Cornelia. And then there's all different types of crystals. We oh, have garnet, we have sunstone, and we have a moonstone, and we have amethyst. Beautiful. It's gorgeous. Yes. And on the top, there's this ball. So it's like this the cherry is, on top. It is a cherry. Ready to pop. It looks like a little cherry. It's a round crystal ball. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the wand, there is a pointed quartz. Ooh. Okay. So this is to draw the energy in and this is to release the energy it actually i could see things and it helps me almost like a crystal ball right yeah it's exactly what it is so it's open it's receiving and then releasing then i'll release it and it it could show me different energies and give me different messages very cool all Mm -hmm. right thank you for explaining that yes all right so where do you want to start well let's see let's start with the vagina reading now okay okay so what we're going to do is we're going to clear our minds. Okay. And I'm just going to put this by Magbo. Ooh, it's like, <laughs> got a lot of vibrations there, girl. Ooh, good vibrations. <laughs> very good vibrations. Very good vibrations. So what I'm seeing is... I'm saying that you have a question to ask me. So do you want to ask me a question in particular, or do you want me to just give you a general reading on it? Let's do a general reading. I mean, I do have some specific questions. Like, my grandmother passed away from ovarian cancer mm-hmm. when she was in her mm-hmm. early 60s. Now, yes. you know, I just, you know, so that's, you heredi- been- that's something that's hereditary. You know, I've got mm-hmm. my Gardasil shots. You know what I mean? So I've done everything I can to protect myself. You know, I go to the gynecologist. You right. know what I mean? On the right. Every year, you exactly. know. Exactly. So- exactly. And I feel that everything... As far as health-wise, you're in alignment. Oh, and you're quite the little tiger. Oh, you a lot of passion there. Yes, I can. I I know that. Now, I Madam Raven, do your psychic abilities tell you anything about my pubes situation? Now, can you tell if it's full bush or completely shaven, bald like a cue ball? I don't know. What are you? What are I your... think you may have a five o'clock shadow happening <laughs> over there. <laughs> nah, that's just because I didn't shave my mustache. <laughs> LOL. Listen, I had to throw these in a little days, teaser. Of course you did. These days they go all natural, you know. Back in my day, you know, I'm a little older. We had the land and strip going. That's what we had. <laughs> well, hey, everything old is you new know? again. So 70s right? is back, baby. It is. It is. 70s, 80s. Uh, 70s, 80s. But anyway, so funny. I feel that with you, Miss Megbo. I and I I keep getting this and I've gotten this before but more very strongly out there is going to be a lot of changing happening with you. You think so? Lots of changes. I I, I know it, I feel it. Really. And I feel that whistle while you twerk is really just going to go after your 100th episode, it's going to go to a next level. Oh, we're going visual. I know. And that is so exciting and that is the way you should go. Yeah. And you have made up your mind. You have committed committed yourself to this now. Okay? Yeah. So the family thing, if that is a thing. Like, well, I have children. You will. You think so? I, I know so. Ooh. But it's not going to be right away. 
Right. And the twins do run in your family. <gasps> so if when when you do, mm-hmm. okay, when you do, it's going to be a one-shot deal. Yeah, you always said I'm going to have twins. Yes. You said it's going to be a boy and then a girl. Yes. yes. So fraternal. And I, I, do, I do believe that's going to happen. Wow. I do believe. And my wand... Right now. I'm going to have Mary-Kate and Ashley popping them out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if your first baby is and always will be, whistle while you twerk. Yeah. And and, that, and as it should be, at this point, as it should be, you and Isaiah have put so much blood, sweat, and tear into this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I am one of your biggest fans, which you know. Oh, thank you so I much, love Madam it. Raven. So it is for everyone of any age, okay? I know a lot of people my age that absolutely just think it's just raw humor, which all of you fans know. Very unfiltered. And I love that. And I love that. So anyway, uh, I diverse. So back to the reading. That is really the message that I've got within the next six months. There's going to be a lot of changes towards building the podcast to a different level, if right. that makes sense. Right. Okay. And after the new year, you and Isaiah are both going to see, it's going to be, I don't, I want to say someone's going to either listen to the podcast. Well, it takes one important person. It's, it's going to be something like that. It's going to be something wow. like that. It takes one important person to impress for it to really take off. It takes one person that knows someone that can get you where you need to be. Get connected. Right, right to get connected. And that's all it's going to take. Raven's connection we mediumship. Yes, that that's is you. me. That's you. That is me. And when I let me tell you, when I have strong vibes like this, mm-hmm. I guarantee that they're, I'm usually spot on. Wow. So... And I felt this the last time, but there was a lot of things going on the last reading, remember? Because we were just getting out of COVID. Right. So the, the um, Yeah, you energies... were telling me, I remember you were saying there was a lot of male energy around me. Yeah, see, I, rem- I remember that from the last time I do. And yeah. I don't know, you know, exactly what was happening. If there was people that had crossed over because of everything going on and our loved ones wanted to be closer to us. Right. Okay, or it, it was just a totally different vibe. Right. I feel to- I, like it's a totally different reading now. And also that you're wide open with the vagina reading. Yes, that really I'm does spread help. eagle. She really is. But Are you anyway. getting any more vagina vibes? Um, I'm not, not at the moment. You said I'm a tiger in the bedroom. I said that you have a lot of passion. There you go. <laughs> um, I said that, um, you know, that you... Well, oh, you do wear your feelings, though, on your vagina. On my vagina. (laughs) That was a good one, I must say. (laughs) But you do. When you're not in the mood and you're not feeling it, you're just like, eh, I don't want any sex. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Close up shop. Well, that's, that's for basically sure. wearing your And feeling. the mouth opens. That's well, usually when that... <laughs> well, you know, hey, a hole is a hole, I aim my to dear. Ple- <laughs> Stop. Get out of here. Wait, you're killing me. Oh, my God. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. But is there any particular... I got some questions? loose lips. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> is there any other questions that you want in that particular area? Because we do have other things. Okay, well, we, we talked do. about um, the health. How's my pH balance? Yeah, it's good. I've been focusing on it, making sure it's all good. I and always... keep up with that. Yeah, that's of course. Important. It is important. It is important. Yeah. Even at my age, even after it's all done, Yeah, I still got to go. 
to the guy yeah. now. I do, and I do it. I don't love it, but we do it. Oh, I don't mind it. Yeah. It's uh, whatever. I have a great doctor. Oh, well, that's good. Oh, well, that's good for you. That's good for you. I can't stand it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I love how she can tell my age based off of how the many rings. rings are around in my vagina. Really? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> She'll be like, girl. She always is spot on. My... She'll be like, um, 50, <clears throat> and that's all y'all getting. <laughs> like, you know when you see a tree and you can see the age by how many I rings? Oh, exactly. My vagina does the same thing. Or maybe a five o'clock shadow we might be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm reading the rings here. Oh, 33, huh? Yes. Oh, spot on. Look at that. Oh, well, 32. Oh, 32. 32. Oh, almost turning 33. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay, 33. That's when it's all going to start happening. Yes. So what else do you have here? I see you have all these little rocks. I have crystals here. Okay. So each of these crystals represent different things. Mm -hmm. So what I would do for part of the crystal reading which is part of the whole different readings that I do, is I have my client pick a crystal out that they're attracted to. Right. And I feel that when you're picking out crystals, it's the energy that you need the most at that time. Right. Okay? So we have several different ones, and we'll see what Meg Bowe's There's one that's out. calling out to me. Oh. This one. Oh, okay. It's baby blue. It's a baby blue calculite. Uh, wait, no, this is baby blue agate. So agate is, and that's the proper way to say it, agate. Okay, agate is almost like a jasper type of crystals, if you are aware of what crystals are. If not, I'll describe it to you as a marbled bluish tone. They come in different tones. Mm -hmm. Blue is the color of communication. Oh. Okay. And this is really ironic that you would pick this. Because right. we were just talking about how the podcast is going to be taken off. Right. So the uh, blue represents the throat chakra, oh. which is the chakra of communication. Right. So this you always want to keep open, especially when you're doing the podcast. Right. And well, also I keep my throat open at all times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but I'm, I'm sure fun. you do. I'm sure you keep them wide open. <laughs> <laughs> and do we swallow or not? Anyway. LOL. Tell me, baby. Spits or swallows? Well, I know in other episodes you've discussed that. Uh. So I do know the answer to that. But anyway, back to the... St back to the... Uh... Agate. Agate. Mm -hmm. See, I'm learning. Yeah, it's I'm blue agate. So... As I was saying, oh, also with the uh, cho uh, the throat chakra, not only is it open communications, it's so you're not miscommunicating. Right. Because sometimes people take our words and or just I know for myself anyway, uh, that and kind of misunderstand what we really mean. So it's to be impeccable with your words. Yeah, words matter. Yes, words. That's matter. something I got to work on a little bit. We all do. Yeah. You know, especially when you're in the moment, yeah. you know, and um, which is fine. So this is something that you're going to keep with you. And when you do your podcast with Isaiah, have it with you. Just have it around. This is yours Oh, to keep. are you sure? Of course. That's why well, I put them out. Thank you so much, Madam that's, Raven. That's I love it. That's why I put them out. So I that's... will keep it. I'm going to keep it in our microphone bag. There so it'll always be with us. So that's how, like, when I do a crystal reading now. So that that crystal spoke out to, to Meg Bell. Yeah. Okay. And 
as we what we were saying. Well, baby blue is one about, of my favorite colors. Oh, that too. I did not know that. Yeah, I did not know matches that. Matches my eyes. Uh, it, oh, you do have baby yeah. blue eyes, my dear. You do, and they're fabulous. Thank just you. like you. Oh, just like you. Always, always. And speaking of fabulous, I just have to say, I told Magbo today when I uh, spoke to her earlier that I had a dream. Okay. May I speak of the dream? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And tell the listeners. So (laughs) this dream couldn't be, this dream couldn't be more perfect, by the way. And I, I wasn't sure the meaning of it. So I had to tell her. So Magbo and I are doing the interview just like we are now. And Joan Rivers comes through the door. Get out of town. Yes. I met Joan Rivers. And she has, I know, well, this is part of the dream. Right. I didn't realize it when I was dreaming it. Yeah. So she comes in the door, and there's a red carpet, and she goes up to Magbo. Hello, Megan. She said Megan. She says, hello, Megan. Oh. Yeah, I didn't introduce myself as Megbo. You look fabulous. Are you doing your podcast? Oh, I've been listening. I'm so excited for you. Just like that. I could hear right? her voice as you're right? saying it. And I felt it's her voice. Fabulous. It's fabulous. So she says, what are you girls doing? So Magbo says, oh, I'm having a reading, a very special reading. We're doing a vagina reading and we're doing a crystal reading and we're going to be playing with the pendulum. She goes, oh, wonderful. I'll just sit and watch and I can't wait to get my reading. No more than three minutes later. Bette Mittler comes through the door. Get out of town. Yes, and she was with her little, uh, she had a little soldier suit on, and she was singing. The, the Boogie Woogie, Woogie, Woogie Bugle Boy from Company B. Yes, and she does this whole tap dance. I don't understand any of the dream, but. Well, Bette Mittler is one of my favorite ladies, and I saw her in Las Vegas when I was 17 years old. I did not know I was that. the only 17-year-old in Las Vegas there to see Bette Mittler. But, hey, my mom and my Aunt Diana took me on a trip. All the way to Vegas to see my favorite. I just thought that was very ironic. Oh, yeah. No, I love that. You know, thank you for sharing. Yes, yes. I love when people dream about me. I'm all about it. Yes. It happens often. People say to me, and I wonder if if it's astro projection. It could be. Because I have very vivid dreams, and I feel like they mean something. Oh, they a do. A lot of the time. Like, I, a lot of people that have passed away also come to me in dreams, and they talk to me, they tell me things, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. They say things that are hilarious, that right. are just so like, what? Right. So like, my I grandmother think- came to me in a dream once, and she told me, I'm so happy you wear my clothes. Except when I wear the pink uh, striped shirt, mm-hmm. and I know which shirt she's talking about, she's like, I wear it with leather pants. And I, my grandmother was so not like that. Like she was a straight laced Republican conservative woman, like Irish Catholic, you know, but I felt like she was telling me as an adult, I had another side that you didn't know about. I think grandma was telling you that. You know what I mean? Wow. Wow. All right, grandma. Yeah. That's wonderful. Grandma and BB. That's, well, yeah, more power to you. Yeah. You know, it, you know it's always great to call on our ancestors and know yes. that they're Even though she would us. want nothing with those oh, vagina no, she's Catholic. Grandma is, Catholic. is, Grandma BB. Was Catholic. Or yes, Christian. Catholic. Christian, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. She's definitely is staying away. Now, I come from a Catholic family. I know all about it. Yes. So anyway, I know about that. back Universe. to, <laughs> okay. should we move on into the pendulum? Oh, yes, let's do. Now, coincidentally, I have my pendulum here, too, except when mine spins in circles, when I hit a button, 
My vibrators got two speeds. On and on, baby. How do I make it wiggle? It's the jackrabbit. There it goes. Yeah, you got to put it on four. Put it on four. There you go, baby. <laughs> yes. This is my pendulum. She Okay. May I describe your pendulum? All right, I'm going to put it down. Enough jokes. She whipped it out of a Bette Midler bag. Yeah, no, I really I keep it in a Bette Midler bag. Stop. <laughs> it's Bob, much? her friend. <laughs> but that kind of goes hand in hand with your dream a little bit, too. Because, well, it was explain. in the... All right, so it was in the same drawer, my uh, vibrating dildo, I guess, that I have. I keep her, it in a... Hot pink. Hot pink, by the way. I keep it in a... Rabbit. I keep it in a Bette Midler bag that I got in Las Vegas, and I figure that, that'll die for people that look at my drawers, you know what I mean? Mom cleaning my room, whatever. She's not going to think to look in the bag. So in the same drawer, I also keep Diary of a Mad Woman, which is Joan Rivers' book. So so weird, right? So I think we have two very strong uh, ladies vibrations around us yeah so of course we know bat miller is still with us but we know she's Jones 77 is, doesn't she look amazing oh, for her she's, age she's gorgeous i freaking love bat miller so do i i've always been a fan yes i've been a big fan of her big fan always always so let's get back to the pendulum mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so now do you know how to use a pendulum when it's up and down it's yes like when it when swings it back swings... and forth towards you and me yes that means yes and when it swings sideways or circleized, so with it, how it's circling like that, that's no. So how do we go about? Do I ask you a question? You will hold it mm -hmm. and you will ask a question. And you can either put it over. I have this little board. Oh, but now that we know it's yes or no, you don't need the board really. Right. All right. So I hold it over my hand. Yes. All right. All right. So I'm holding the pendulum. And I'm going to ask the pendulum and the spirits, will I have any children? <gasps> wow, that's a definite oh. answer. That's a no, Madam Raven. Oh, stop it. You're swinging it. <laughs> <laughs> She's such a swinger. <laughs> All right. Wait. No, so... be, be, no, don't move it now. Okay. Let okay. me get serious. Okay. Um, how about, let me ask a podcast question. All right, pendulum. Will whistle while you twerk make a lot of money in the next five years? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. It's oh. going back and forth. Like, it's going, it's going. It's, That's it's saying, saying yes. yes. Yo, I'm not moving it. I see that. Wow. Yeah, it's swinging. It's swinging. And I'm not moving it. That's wild. I know. All right. Um, let me think of any other questions. Um, are there any spirits in this house? Pendulum, are there any <laughs> spirits in this house? You're oh giggling, God. but of course there's spirits in this house. This, oh, my God, it's swinging so much. It really is. Oh, my God. House. There's a lot of spirits. It's all good energy, though. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. Whoa, look at that. Yo. Look at that. That's wild. That is wild. Wow. That is. 
So that's our little that's pendulum. Yes, that's a beautiful pendulum. Oh, thank you. It's been with me for many, many years. And many that's a clear years. crystal? This is, again, the quartz. I always like to use quartz in any type of reading because it's a neutral crystal. So that means it can go, It can, it, it's neutral. It picks up any type of energy. Okay. All types of energy. Right. You, you don't want to just use... Well, you don't want bad spirits either. No, 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 no. You don't want bad spirits, but you want to know if they're around. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you can block yourself. Beware. Yeah. yeah. So you can block yourself and protect yourself. So And it neutralizes them. So if there was energy that was trying to come through that really we didn't call upon, but it was something that was trying to creeping come Creeping out through, of my vagina. Ooh, if the thing's creeping out of your vagina, I'm running out the door. The creepy crawlers. <laughs> Creeper Crawlies, uh, Madame Rene, uh, Madame uh, Raven is going to be like, bye. Anyway, so that's that's why I always use um, I always use quartz. Quartz. Thank you. All right. Okay. So what else do you have in store? Well, I have a couple of other little things. Oh, our sweet dreams. So our sweet dreams. Sweet wet dreams. Ooh, yes. Sweet wet dreams. Ooh, All right. Fair. So she has kind of like a card deck. And they're based off of dreams, right? We were just talking about they're dreams. They're based off of oh, dreams. Oh, I love this. And they're, and they're very... So really how they work is like before you go to bed, you pick a card, uh-huh. and that'll be your thought in your head. And that'll be you your know? sweet wet and dream And that'll be your sweet night. wet dream for oh. the night. Or like you could pick a card in this case of, of, of being the thought of the day. Okay. Or something to that effect. So you can pick a card and read it. All right. Let's see what... And then we're going to see what it is. All right. What is calling out to me? Which one? Transformation. With the help of my dreams, I am ready to make changes towards a new me. Wow. There you go. So you were just speaking about how in your dreams that you get like premonitions yeah. and how your grandmother came yeah. and said that the sweater, but she never wears the leather pants. Right. So it was like, that was like a transformation, but it, it's more than just your grandmother. She's just a symbol. It really was your grandmother, but it was more of a symbolic thing. Yeah. That this transformation's happening. And as I was saying, within me, within you, within you and within what's going on around you. Wow. Okay, that's when I was saying about I am the a totally podcast. different person. Like if people knew me uh, like five years ago, they'd be like, wow, you really aren't like the Megbo mm-hmm. that I am today. Like pop culture, like so factual with things and knowledge with. Yes. And just, that, you know, a lot of it has to do with a lot of it has to do with podcasts And Isaiah's. But of course, Isaiah. Thank so that, God that, for Isaiah's yes. being in my life. Yes. And 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 educated you on all of this. Yeah. This is you. You're all about theater. You're all about music. Yes. And now you know about the now, not yeah. only the then. The then. Yeah. I very right. much lived in the past. Right. So now you're in the now. Yeah. You and know, transformation. In the transformation. Even I, who is a thousand years old. No. no. I live in the now, though. You're so beautiful, by the way. Oh, you are. She's just being so No, sweet. it's true, no. Madam Raymond. That's because I love you. And I love, love you, you, too. And uh, I, that is because I am in the now. Okay. I know a lot about the past, but I'm in the now. I'm yeah, always in the Yeah, you're always moment. present. I try to be. 
yes. the most part. And grounded. Well, I don't know about grounded. Some <laughs> might think I'm a little cosmo out there. But for the most time, for the most part. And that comes with, with, with age and that comes with time. And the same thing with you with your podcast. It was a little baby. It was growing. And now this has become... Now, yeah. We've, you know, we're going on episode 96. I, I It's just... It's mind-blowing. That's amazing. And I was on... The first time I was episode on... Episode 20, 29. Wow. Happy Halloweeners Part 2. It's titled. That's right. That's right. Yep. So that card was pretty much spot on. And I think everything was pretty much spot on, yeah. I would say. Thank you so much for being here, of Madam Raven. Yes, it was my pleasure. All right. So if you listeners want to schedule a private reading, um, you can contact Madam Raven and follow her all of her social media accounts. She's on Facebook, Raven's Connection Mediumship. Yes. And you're also on Instagram, Raven Connections Medium Show. Yes, that's me. I'm Raven. And thank you for having me. Oh, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Isaiah. Even though you're not here, we miss you, Oh, he's here in spirit. Always. Thank you so much for being here, Madam Raven. I love you. Love you more. And on that note, do say...